What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Ba, 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 ba. This is the first podcast, no, second podcast since our space comedy went live, Terrence. Yes, and it's super exciting today. Yeah. Because we have a guest in the house. Yeah. It is Mr. SSV, uh, writer, director, executive producer. He's pretty much done anything possible in local media across every language. And he is the writer-director of our show, Mars Poi Sentaton, which means we have arrived on Mars. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Did I say the title correctly, Vicky? Almost there. I can give you a six for that. Yeah. Six, uh, okay. Six out of seven, is it? Six no, out of ten. No, it's, it's definitely a ten out of fifteen, maybe. But yeah, or C6, uh, C6. 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 Hey, don't bring back my school days, uh, the trauma. <laughs> yes, but we have we have Vicky in the house. Thank you so much for joining us. Mm. Uh, it's an honor. It's an honor, guys. Definitely. Awesome. So, like, the first time we met Vicky was last year when we got the green light for the pilot. Uh, we had the overall idea, okay, there's going to be a bunch of people put on Mars and it was going to be for Fasantam, which meant it was going to be in Tamil and we needed to find someone who had a street, like like a, a, a track record of doing funny stuff in Tamil. Mm. And a lot of people recommended you, Vicky. Oh yeah. God, I'm blessed. Yeah, you are blessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Thank we you. got in touch with you and yeah, what, what came out, we are super proud of it. If you haven't watched it, we'll put a link in the show notes. Please give it a watch. It's on Me Watch. It's on Me Watch. It's a pilot, and de- and depending on how many people watch it, will it, that will dictate whether or not we get the full series, mm. right? Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. pretty much it. So, so are we asking for votes? Uh, <laughs> views. I mean, views. 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 For views. views. Yeah. Okay. Let's see how 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 many people have actually watched it. Yeah. Mm. How many people? So so maybe we can go back to the start like have you had you have you done or maybe okay did i miss out anything in your intro because i summarized your 15 years of experience into yeah yeah you you pretty much did. i think i think that's enough <laughs> okay done everything <laughs> yeah you've already listed out yeah yeah I'm, I'm not not everything i wouldn't say i i i mean done pretty much everything because i mean come on it's almost 15 years in the yeah. media mm. and uh, and i've done english uh, tamil malay yeah. and even some chinese stuff here and there oh uh, really past so so many years ago and 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 it's been a pretty wild ride pretty wild ride, ride yeah. Wait, sorry just to 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 uh, ask like how do you end up doing so many different languages are you, are, you, are you talking about writing, directing across all these different languages? Uh, yeah, most most of the time. Oh, yes. really? Um, okay, for for English, actually. Actually, you know what? I, I wouldn't say Chinese. It's actually English also. Okay, let's say uh, Channel 5. I've done the very popular uh, uh, series, Incredible Tales. Mm. Oh, classic. It's on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah. oh shit, yeah. you're on Netflix director, oh. Vicky. <laughs> no, but but my episodes are not on Netflix. <laughs> no, don't CC say that. that. <laughs> People don't need to know. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. You, you you wanna, my, then you might want to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, Incredible Tales is one. And then uh, Unnatural, mm. uh, Point of Entry. Mm. Um, yeah, this, this show. So, and... and yeah, it, it was fun actually working on this because, because most of the time it were like it, it they, they were like long form, mm. you know, long form and a lot of episodes. So I, I I got to work with all these people, especially point of entry. We I actually worked with uh, um, uh, Richard Ung's son. Yes, yes, yes. yes yeah, yes, and yes. Uh, um, oh, I keep forgetting his name. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I worked with uh, John. John is a, a 
John is actually a Hollywood actor. Oh. I mean, he actually replaced Richard Earn's son in the next. Mm. Actually, that was the last season of Point of Entry, mm. and yeah. uh, he is an Hollywood actor. He has actually appeared in uh, Justice League. Mm. Really? So, yeah. In oh a, shit! In in just one scene actually, but but then that's still a feat. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And and but but he has he's actually a leading uh, actor in a lot of uh, uh, TV series. Mm. Yeah. So Jack Young actually his name oh, yeah. Jack, yeah, yeah his okay, name is Jack okay, Young okay. Yes. so so there was the English that was English, the English part of it how are the other languages how Malay you... Malay I've done info ads mostly info mm. ads and uh, I did one telly movie for Hari Raya mm. uh, that, that this was that this was years ago the info ad was for MCI mm. Ministry of Communication and Information it's a COVID series it's but about, you speak you speak Malay as well uh, no no, wow. no. I but but I can sikit sikit boleh dengarlah okay okay I can I can understand stand a bit but yeah, you know yeah. i mean my my parents talk fluent malay mm. uh. you see but the next generation ah, that's asleep <laughs> so so as someone who has done content across like multiple languages mm-hmm. do you have any profound epiphanies about the what it means to be a human being in singapore Only what it means to be Singaporean, lah. <laughs> right? Okay, lah. Yeah, yeah, what it means right. to be. I don't know why I say what it means to be a human being. <laughs> See, for me, as a Singaporean, right? Yeah. I think I have the duty to eat. Mm. <laughs> okay. Eat. I, I I know okay, it okay. sounds odd, but you see, uh, my life, right, has actually uh, moved around food. Mm. Pretty much of late, you know, because because of all the stress, COVID, and everything, right? Yeah. When When we meet someone, right? I think probably the first thing I ask them is, "So, what's for lunch today?" Mm. Mm. And then, okay, and 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 then we'll talk about something for the next ten minutes, and then the eleventh minute, I'll ask them, "So, where's dinner?" Yeah. <laughs> so 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 that actually kind of connects me to people, and then we actually end up having lunch and dinner together. Ah, uh, I see. So that actually has. Gotten me a lot of relationships. I, I'm talking about legit uh, friendships. Yeah. Well, pick up lines. That's for lunch. Definitely, hey, you want to yeah. go eat me goreng? Yeah, I'm going to be a pick up line. Yeah, you never know, man. That's the most unassuming. That's yeah, sometimes yeah. the most effective pick up line. Oh my god, with yeah. girls, really? <laughs> I, yeah, you, this uh, this day and age, who knows, man? Oh no. Okay, yeah. just just j- j- just a uh, disclaimer here. I don't pick up girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> okay, let's not even go there. <laughs> okay, but 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 it's it's been a. F- I mean, it's fun with food around. Yeah. In Singapore, especially. I mean, that's how I connect. And yeah. I, and I've always had a. I've I've always been in a relationship with chicken rice. Hmm. That's yeah. your favorite. My favorite. All the time. Mm. All the time. I mean, and and now, um, you know, you know, I'm I've now I'm trying to affiliate myself with uh, being vegan. Mm. So I'm trying to go into vegan chicken rice. Yeah, I'm, I'm and <laughs> how long? In, how's, that, how's that going? <laughs> yeah, how's that going? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I would say it's not so bad. I, you know, now I'm addicted to uh, mock meat. Oh really? Ah, yeah. uh, mock meat, mock meat. I mean, you, you, you guys can mock meat. No, no, mock I, I've meat. mock meat is great. Mm. But really? I, but yeah, but I always hear these stories of like it's not good for you. It's made of this shit and that shit. But it, it depends. So apparently, it's just mushroom and some kind some and other soya vegetable soya like all these yeah. things. Yeah, but but they have different grades and all this mock meat. You know. Yeah. Mm. You. The the highest grade will cost you. That's mm. that's the thing. I mean, they have now they have beyond, they have impossible, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have so much. There's the chicken things. nugget that's coming out of Singapore. Yeah, also. yeah, yeah. There, uh, there you go. So, so, so but are you? So you're in Four Fingers used to have mock chicken. Oh really? Four yeah. Fingers used to have mock yeah, yeah, correct, chicken, correct. and I and I and I used to uh, you know chew on it. Was it good? It tasted exactly like chicken. That's the thing. Oh, so really, yeah. I'm not sure whether it's good to be vegan, but 
<laughs> but your veganism is it uh, cho- by choice or religion? By choice. Or? By choice. Okay. okay. By choice. Wow. By choice. I mean, of late I've been trying. You know, I've I've been receiving all those videos about uh, animals being hurt, killed. Mm. You know. Also, oh, that, that that is the the motivation. Not. I I wouldn't say motivation. I'm actually. I'm actually pushing myself. Oh, I shouldn't get them to suffer. Let's oh, let's okay. just you know try and see. But it's it's pretty confusing, you know. Sometimes you have the urge. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes you know you know today you know yesterday I've been a bad boy. Today I better be a good boy. Let's go and eat more. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So you know like. Uh, and some of your favorite food is chicken rice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so does the. I mean, like the yeah the the food is a big part about uh, being, being a Singaporean. Being Singaporean. Yes. But like so. When you, given that you have made uh, shows across the different cultures, so for example, when when I saw the first cut that you put together of our show, right, mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome, but it's a very different style of comedy, right? And I'm guessing that for the different languages, for Tamil, for Malay, for Mandarin, there are different styles of comedy. Like. I'm sure. Uh, so, so, I mean, from your experience, how has that shaped your your perspectives of, let's say, the different races in Singapore? You know, like right now in, in a world where everything is divided, has making content across those four languages given you any like uh you see right now as a as, as a film fake as a filmmaker for me mm. i feel that entertaining someone and and putting up and, and putting a smile on their faces yeah. is, is something that they need mm. and 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 it's my duty to do so because because mm. because that's that's the, I, I think everyone needs a distraction in today's yeah. situation covid yeah. situation so much things is so, so so much things are going on so i'm trying to actually i i've always put myself uh, in in shoes of uh, different types of people mm. and 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 mm. seeing mm. how comedy will work, what makes them laugh, mm. you know that there's there's different kinds of humor. That there's, there's dark humor, there's there's humor where you don't even say anything. You can just stare at someone. You can laugh. Mm. Okay, and there there's slapstick. Slapstick is over the top body language you know mm. with with dialogues non-stop you know and there's intelligent humor mm. intelligent humor is something you you don't intend to make them laugh but your audience laughs mm. so so that's the, uh, a different kind of humor so my type of humor i'm actually experimenting all of it but mm. then my forte i would say is entertaining humor mm. when i if you ask me what entertaining humor is i it's like what we have done now mm. mass poise and the tone Mm. This 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 product has everything. You have dark humor at certain points mm. where the the intention is not to make uh, someone laugh, but then people will laugh because of the situation that that is you know mm, surrounding yeah. the whole scenario. But then we ha- we are trying our best to actually uh, make it a point in um, in a sense that we when we want to make someone laugh, I think the most important thing is it's not a, it's not a joke that matters. Mm, mm. It's actually the scenario. The mm. person is put in. So, literally, right? The 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 audience is actually laughing at the person, mm. not at not probably at your writing. It's a person and the scenario that they are put in. Mm. So, I think we have to create those scenarios in a very intelligent way, mm. weave it in, and then put in the dialogues or the reactions that will actually irk someone to actually feel it, and then oh my God, that's oh my God, that's funny. Mm. You know. So, I I I think I think that's what's important, and I think that is intelligent humor. Mm. trying to weave the scenario and everything in it together so that people will laugh mm. so i have come up um with a lot of funny stuff mm. over the years mm. uh of course people say that i'm a you know that, that that i can do funny stuff 
I don't know whether that's a compliment. Mm. <laughs> I don't know whether whether by by saying so whether they do they take me seriously. I I don't know, but I think it's kind of good. Yeah, it's I mean, good. <laughs> I always thought like I mean the 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 serious dramatists and everything will say, oh, you know, comedy is so easy and all that. But actually, comedy like especially when you are doing it across cultures, across languages and all that, is one of the hardest things to translate lah. Even just down to you translate a joke, you know, from one language to another, the meaning is just entirely gone when when it's a different language. Uh. So so that's why I think for you, us seeing you do uh, so many different languages and then you know being very comfortable working across all these different languages is quite inspiring, lah. Because for us, this this has been our first experience. Yeah, uh, our first, maiden voyage into first non-English. Show, first Chinese show. <laughs> uh, not this first. year, yeah, la, but yeah, but just non-English in general. Yeah, this yeah. is a very big step out of our comfort zone. Mm. So it was. Uh, I mean, for us, it was like it was also partially uh, learning from from your your experience. Uh. But one one thing I did realize that I saw on set when when you were doing your directing or that is that you have a. You it, it's there's a very family feel uh, on set when when you know on your on your set like when you're directing and the actors and everything is there something deliberate that you try to set up to to make everyone feel comfortable so that they can do entertaining comedy and all see my my sets are generally always fun i and i and i tend to keep it that way because i need to make my artists feel good about mm. the whole surrounding and everything so that they can perform without any inhibitions. Mm. I, I think that's the most important thing. I make them feel comfortable. They have to be happy. So I get them whatever they want. Uh, of, of course, they're not going to ask for the sky, but then I get them what, what, what they need, take care of them, and then we have fun on set. Mm. I think comedies, comedy shows are all about having fun. Together, mm -hmm. as as creators and and you know performers, I think we all should have fun so that everything else will come. And 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 the and the most important thing is, uh, I'm not sure how many people will come together to make someone cry mm. or, or angry, but I think when many hates come together to make someone laugh, I think that's a very beautiful thing. Mm. You see, artists well, are also you know chipping in ideas. Hey, maybe we should say this. Mm. Maybe we should try that. Maybe maybe this will you know make someone laugh. Mm. You know, so 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 it's 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 actually a collated effort. Everyone mm. comes together to actually, you know. So I may be the one who actually initiates something, a joke or a scenario or something. But then the artists also put in mm. their own mm. efforts, you know, to to actually try and do things. And if I like it, I'll just, you know what, keep that. Mm. Do it. I think mm. I think that works, you know. Mm. And, and and if I feel that that doesn't work, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them, you know what, let's keep that for another scene maybe. But for this, I think... Uh, it depends because mm. it might not work for this particular scene. Might work for another scenario, perhaps. Yeah. So, so, so not, we have to. You're not like a script uh, Nazi where. Ah no 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 no. I, you see, for, I I I believe that for comedies, right, uh, the performer and the creator should have a freedom, mm. a, 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 at least a certain percentage of freedom to actually uh, to actually create something that is out of the box, mm. not 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 stick to what's inside the box. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think I think that's the thing. I think so, that's what works. So then would you, because you know now what you're saying is you set up the situations that are funny, you you like milk the comedy out of people. Oh. But when you're, when you're hanging out with friends and family, right, do you still be, are you still like the master puppeteer, you know, trying to inject humor in those sort of interactions? You mean when I'm out? Yeah, when you're not, not working. <laughs> yeah, not okay. working. Has it, has it changed over the years? Would people refer to you as being the funny one? 
Well, um, <laughs> firstly, I'm Indian, <laughs> mm. and when we gather at functions to meet up with relatives and friends, mm. oh, they talk about a lot of stuff, <laughs> ah. and 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 when they do, ah, uh, they they actually they have expectations, you know. They will mm. actually call me, hey. Sometimes they will just openly say, "Hey, joke lah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? You think what? I'm a stand-up comedian? <laughs> no, I'm not a stand-up comedian. You see, sometimes like people who create funny stuff, mm. they don't usually uh, joke around, mm. or, or or they are not the jumpy types. Mm. For me, I may be quiet at times when I'm yeah. when I'm out there, put outside mm. with real people, you know, in situations mm. or in meetings or anywhere. I'm, I I tend to be pretty reserved, but. If I'm comfortable with the with the group, if I'm if, if if I'm okay and and I and 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 I know these people, you know, then I tend to become a so-called life wire of the group. Then I'll start, you know, becoming loud and you know, and then I'll share my experiences, and then jokes will start flying up. You know, that that that's different. Mm. I think at the end of the day, it's about how you or anyone else makes uh, the the whole situation feel comfortable. I mean, make everyone and. Make everyone around you feel comfortable. I think mm. the moment everyone, anyone is comfortable, I think a real person comes out. But mm. was that? I'm not sure who I am actually. <laughs> I, I mean, who are we talking I, right to now, now? Vicky? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel which Vicky I don't know. is this? Am I the serious type or the funny type? I think when I write and create things, I tend to put in effort to make. Okay, what will make people laugh? Okay, let's 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 try and put that in. But mm. when I'm when I'm real and I'm outside with friends or colleagues or family. I tend to be pretty quiet actually. Mm. 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 So, yeah. Is, so has that been always the case when you were young? I I have been a very shy guy. Uh, mm. Mm. It's in school days, yeah. Actually, yeah, not much friends, and I try maybe maybe that is why I try to put in the fun stuff in my mm. writings. Mm. I actually started writing when I was fourteen. Mm. Yeah, I started writing when I was fourteen. Now I'm forty. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what did you write when you were fourteen? Uh stories, short stories. Mm. So not like the school essays, like oh. No uh, essays. Yeah, I do. I sometimes, uh, you know how teachers. Oh, so you like you, doing that? Yeah, I like doing that. You know, oh. sometimes I actually write compositions, which are four to five pages long, and I just uh, give my uh, English teacher, mm. and uh, she'll just like. Uh, What is this? You you already submitted your homework. No, this is something I did extra. Can you just check and see whether you like it? Oh. <laughs> Then all the students are looking like we're in the spoil market. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, who is this guy? Extra credit or? Basically, they see me as an extra lah. Uh. <laughs> Not extra credit. Or But actually, actually, it's quite interesting because uh, I would I mean broadly speaking, writing is a more introverted activity lah. Maybe. But mm. directing is a. Very, I mean, I would say you are required to communicate a lot. Mm-hmm. So how how do you, and then you know everyone when you say director, everyone thinks of the David Fincher type, hundred and seven takes. <laughs> so how do you reconcile that you know image of a director with with what you do as uh as a director as well, uh? Well, um, I mean, being a director, I'm actually, I think I think I can say that I'm a fun director because mm. when I'm uh, like I told you, I I make it a point to make my set. A fun one. Mm-hmm. So in order to make it fun, I always start, you know, cracking jokes, and I always tell myself, you know what, try not to be moody, try to be okay, mm. try to be cool. Even if the artist comes in late, try to joke with them, put them in the set, <laughs> yeah. get them ready. It's okay, no worries. Well, no We will deal with you later. <laughs> you know, so 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 I don't know where that sounds evil, but then but then that's the way it works. You see, yeah. At the end of the day, you need to get your work done. Mm. But mm. as you get your work done, right? Mm. I, I mean, as you go in and 
you know start working with all these people i think you you actually forget about all those you know things that has happened and then you just you know you, you just jump into what's happening right now Mm. So when you are in the moment, you forget about all your worries, your problems, your whatever issues you might have had with any of the RTs or anyone else, or mm. for the for the matter, even with my AD or an AP, you know, who didn't, mm. who, who might not have done anything. So I just go ahead and just, yeah, actually, I just dive into something, into another world completely, mm. and 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 try and see. Actually, when I'm talking to you guys, I'm trying to realize what kind of an idiot am I? What <laughs> I don't know. I I. I'm actually realizing, I'm actually realizing that I am not really who I am on set. <laughs> oh my oh god! My god. So, so, so it's it's pretty weird. But but then, but then it's fun, lah. I mean, I mean, it's fun. At least I'm having fun there. I mean, yeah. But of course, I'm I'm fun when I'm with like, like I told you when with my close close ones, you know. Yeah. And I know I, I I'm I'm fun. But but what, why why what in what what made you think that that you're not who you are on set? I don't know. When I'm trying to tell you guys what I do on set, yeah. That mm. then I that it it actually makes me feel that okay, that's not really what I <laughs> what I do or what you know. But 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 then at the end of the day, right? I think it's about being around people uh, who who I think are tools mm. to make people laugh. Mm. So I. So I use those tools to get my writing, which can be jokes or can be any funny situations or scenarios, mm. out there as a funny scene, mm. which 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 has to work magic. So then, like you, you know, when Terence, you you our she's a Terry show. That was your first time directing a TV series. Did you also have that same feeling? Who am I on set? <laughs> You're a different person. No, I mean, uh, I grapple a lot with what I was asking just now. In the sense that when you're not the most extroverted person, and I I do enjoy my own space, my own time a lot. I like to think a lot by myself, and that's when the best ideas come. So, but when you are forced to, everything is running through you. Every decision is coming through you. Uh, it can get quite stressful. So that's why I was quite uh, impressed with how the set was very you know like collegial, and and everyone was like oh you know like very welcoming and. Joking and everything, and and you were still you know getting very very good performances out of the actors, ah, which were, which uh, a lot of them were very the the but, but A-list are, actors. I, I, well. I have to say that we are blessed. We had fantastic actors on mm. for 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 Mars Poison and the Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had uh, award winning senior actors. We had uh, actors uh, who have done shows for more than twenty years. Mm. So 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 it's it's pretty good. Who cry on cue, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that was... I mean, that, that's good. <laughs> People can cry. <laughs> our uh, one of our astronauts actually they actually did that. Yeah, right? that, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah she that just was just boom, yeah. cry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they, so sometimes they only ask, uh, Vicky, can I just one minute? And then they just sit down for a while. Okay, I'm ready. Not even thirty seconds. They are ready. And then yeah. I just okay, go roll. Okay, okay let's go. <laughs> and 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 the drop just comes yeah. in, and we catch the roll, and, yeah. and, and we catch mm. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't hold it there. Are we rolling? Okay, keep the tear there. Okay, keep it moving. <laughs> okay, now let it drop. <laughs> you know. So it's like we have to direct the tear also. You know. So so but and and she makes sure. That she holds it fast. <laughs> <laughs> let's hold it there. Okay, come on, say action. <laughs> the mark of a true actor. Ah, uh, that's so. So we to... we had excellent actors. Yeah, we had excellent actors. But but when you first started writing at fourteen, were you always drawn towards comedy? Ah uh, no, I was actually drawn to thrillers. Actually, mm. thrillers. I had a lot of ideas for thrillers. So then, what what made you kind of start focusing? When I was writing thrillers, yeah. I realized that the some scene, scenes or I would say sequences, which I was penning, 
I actually started to make it look entertaining. Mm, in mm. in 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 terms of how they speak to each other maybe i always have this one character who is always the crazy ball kind of a guy you know that he mm. he actually he or she will you know start bouncing around and then you know do, do doing stuff and that person will be the life warrior maybe i am yearning to become that that particular character mm. you know so 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 that that's a person in me who's trying to come out and it actually comes out like that in in, mm, yeah, in, yeah. in terms of writing i'm not sure sure but but i think even if i'm writing thrillers mm. i think even my thrillers yeah actually yeah real even my thrillers are actually funny mm. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's really. like the best kind of thriller like you yeah, know the yeah. jordan peele kind of oh, like yeah. oh, uh, mm, get out and mm, like there's mm. a certain element of comedy but it's also fucks with your mind like dark humor yeah, yeah. i I, yeah. i think that works beautifully i think and and i think that's what i i, I think funny is what people you know want to see at the end of the day mm. uh, i I I think that's why primarily Marvel works mm. and DC sometimes fails. Mm. Oops, am I supposed to say this? Can no, I say you this? can say, <laughs> say whatever you want, <laughs> man. Okay. I'm a Marvel Anything fan. Goes. I'm a Marvel mm. fan. Mm. You see that in you see right now, uh James Gunn yeah. has been brought to DC to do Suicide Squad. Yeah. That's like And uh, James Gunn he directed Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 2. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So 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 he has been brought into the DC world right now. I'm sure DC would have like can you please make it fun for us this time. Mm. <laughs> and then I and that where he goes. So there, 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 there's a uh, something that I I think I uh, one of the reasons why we we enjoy working with you and all is also because um you know in, in our industry in Singapore right, we actually meet a lot of uh jaded quite jaded people in the media industry lah. Mm. Whereas I mean you've been doing it for many years already. But you still have the energy, you know, when you're talking about an idea that you enjoy and all that, lah. So what, 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 may, what gives you that continued energy to every time you even you know just hearing a new idea or thinking of a new idea? Why, why, what, what makes it you different from you know someone who gets very jaded about uh, just another show or whatever? I'm not sure about people getting jaded, but I think mm. for myself personally, I think that I have. I have a lot of stories that I want to share with people. Mm. I I I think I, I I'm not sure I'm, if if I'm a good storyteller but I am a storyteller mm. and I would love to share different kinds of stories mm. with people out there to the world mm. and and make and make sure that they entertain. You see, if I make a film for cinema, mm. I would want my cinema goer get in the theater, sit down, enjoy the freaking 2 hours when he or she leaves the cinema, I want him or her to be contented that she spent that 10 or 15 dollars. Mm. Oh, this is so worth it. This is the one I wanted to watch. I know she he or she must be able to, you know, it's like taking off a shoe. Mm. You know, he or she must be able to take off all those worries and stress and problems that mm. she or she had and just come and sit down enjoy that must be worth it so when you so say i want to give my cinema go that experience so when you say enjoy it needs to be the more lighthearted enjoyment or like the kind you know like you watch like inception where you're like what the hell was uh, no, 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 no 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 i am no. okay to be very frank i am not a fan of inception really mm-hmm. i think we have to stop the podcast i, <laughs> <you know? laughs> I like nolan yeah. i like christopher nolan and yeah. how his mind can actually yeah. think, think about all these things country. oh my yeah. god he is a genius yeah. mm. okay but i wouldn't i want my audience to come in and enjoy a movie like if they are like like they are watching guardians of the galaxy Oh, you know, yeah. come enjoy, have fun, laugh. Mm, you know, yeah. tear at times. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and and just go, wow, whoa, that's cool. You yeah, know, yeah. and then they 
and then they walk out of the cinema feeling satisfied mm. not sitting down okay i mean no uh, um, i mean no harm i mean i'm i'm not talking about nolan that 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 nolan fans are bad but i'm mm. just saying that i don't want them to sit down and keep thinking what what is he trying to say like i'm sure that Tenet, scene uh, has a connection to that this scene yeah. i'm sure this particular thing has to do something this oh i know and then at the end of the movie okay we have to wait for the sequel to understand what he's trying did to say did you watch tenet ah <laughs> oh, no not yet yeah I, tenet I, I, was like inception i really enjoyed it because felt like i could make some sense of it tenet i was like what the fuck so it was like a watch? mind poop yeah <laughs> okay. okay you can swear also yeah. oh i can i can yeah inception oh, yeah, was a yeah, mind yeah. fuck okay. tenet was i don't know what it did to my mind i don't know whether it did anything because i didn't understand what the hell was going on so did you enjoy that experience no okay. i no, no i enjoyed the just the fact that like what you said Christopher Nolan thought or something like ah, that okay, okay. i respect you that you appreciate that yeah. okay and the right. cinematography the way they play with time and all that where the end of it i was like what eh? what then have to should i go read up on wikipedia <laughs> or stuff like that like you see you you shouldn't let your um I mean sometimes it works lah sometimes you might want your audience to you know go and you know fill up the puzzles mm, for you mm. okay go go do your homework mm. i wouldn't want my audience to do homework mm. you come enjoy go i'm i'm that's what i feel but now isn't isn't like marvel the universe right mm-hmm. going that direction now like cuz if you watch like, wonder vision and all these they all have these little little puzzles that link up to other they have parts. they have but the way they presented is mm. always fun oh, light hearted and right. they always try to link up mm. and they always make sure that audience you see they are not telling people directly go do your homework mm. they are just saying they they they, they just leave uh, loopholes Easter here and there are. and they and they want audience to go and look it up they want audience mm. to go and look it up you know try to f- you know uh, keep in touch with us yeah. follow us so mm. that you know what's coming up next you yeah. know where we are going to link this to Mm. Mm. but even you if you know, miss it is okay you still enjoy the show exactly yeah. I, i'm true. i'm sure that's what marvel is trying to go towards i mean marvel wants everyone to enjoy it mm. mass audience like i think i think i think that's what they mm. want so so just now you said you know you still have a lot of stories to tell mm. but what why what what is it in you that makes you want to tell these stories like why 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 even want to share them I don't know. What I always it? think that whoever comes in connection with me, right? Yeah. Uh and if they get acquainted, they better they better enjoy the experience. Mm. I always have that thing. As in experience of of no, hanging out with you. Yeah. Of, oh, what oh, oh, the SSV oh, SSV experience. Your first day, your first day. I don't know. I'm going to carry with me. The terrace chair experience. When I when I when I meet someone, when I meet someone, I make sure I impart something to them. Uh-huh. You know, something maybe knowledge. you know it can be through gossips too but but let's not even go there yeah. <laughs> but, but but sometimes gossips are stories too yeah. okay okay yeah. let's not even go there now again yeah. <laughs> so so stories can be anything mm. can be anything but as long as they entertain you and they I, if, if i am able to impart some kind of knowledge to you yeah. then i'm blessed uh, i mean yeah. um, if you had a good time today because of me then i'm blessed yeah no that, that's why uh, i thought it's a good point to to talk a little bit about the show so lah because I mean, we thought we came up with a wow, very interesting concept and everything, but then when you came back to us after we talked to you about it, and you started to tell us about um, Lemuria, oh, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that blew my mind. Uh. Then I went on a Wikipedia wormhole after that to go yeah. and read all these things. Uh. But, but I'm sure you you did your while doing your research and everything. Um, be- What what was it about Lemuria and all that that attracted you so much to so, want so to tell a story? Maybe we it? give a bit more context before. Sure. But unless yeah. unless oh yeah, so spoiler moment is it? Actually, no. What? No, not really a spoiler. Oh yeah, it's not a spoiler. Yeah, it's not a spoiler. Tease moment. Yeah, it's a tease moment because the main context. protagonist he's a Tamil patriot, lah. Right. Mm. If you watch the show, and 
when Terence and I came up with the concept, I think two or three years ago, essentially it was okay. What if what if there's a first mission to Mars like, with humans, and what if the astronauts were all Singaporean? So the aha moment that Terence mentioned was when we we started speaking to Vicky. We we're like, okay, why would someone want to like uh, lead a charge to put Singaporeans on Mars, especially Tamil Singaporeans on Mars? What could be the motivation? And then. Uh, Vicky came back to us and said, okay, guys, have you heard of the concept of Lemuria? And we're like, no. And then he con- he proceeded to blow our minds. Uh. So maybe, Vicky, you can give uh, yeah, some context of what was your question just now? Like, yeah, just uh, the, what, what was Lemuria about yeah. and what's fascinating about it. Uh. And how that tied into the story of the pilot. Uh. Yeah. You see, um, <clears throat> apparently Tamil, yeah. the language itself, yeah. is thousands of years old. Mm. Uh, older than Greek language. Mm. So, so, when we say that a, a, a language is that old and ancient, so what about the civilization? Mm. See, Hinduism itself is not a religion. Mm. In fact, India is not India. Do you guys know that? No. no. The country, the name of the country, India, it was never called India. Huh. India was named thus by the white men. Oh. The British. Yeah. The British. Mm. They actually called it India because mm. of Indus Valley yeah, and yeah. all these things. So that's how the name India came about. Mm-hmm. But before that, India was known as Bharat. Mm. Bharata, Bharatam. Mm. Uh, in, in Tamil, it's Bharatam. Uh, in, in short, it's Bharat. Mm. Uh, so Bharat used to span actually quite a bit all over the map. If you actually would put Australia, mm. New Zealand. And, and 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 the whole part of this Brazil and everything or and, mm. and and stretching it's towards super Europe continent. super continent Bharat okay mm. and it didn't consist of just Indians mm. a lot of people and their way of life was the thing that we call now that is Hinduism mm. Hinduism is nothing but appreciating nature nature as in cows because they mm. give milk Okay, appreciating animals like how we pray to elephant god. You know, mm-hmm. all our deities are are animals. Most of them, mm-hmm. most of them, they are animals. Why? Because that's how we show appreciation to nature. Mm-hmm. We, we that that you know they are gentle giants, so we pray to them. Yeah. They 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 have profoundness, so we pray to them. You know, so so it's like it's respecting actually. Mm-hmm. But over the over the centuries, over over eons, I think it has become uh, a religious affair, which is not. Mm-hmm. So Lemuria is something that used to exist. Lemuria used to be a continent which was linking Brazil, India, Asia up to Australia. Mm. Mm. And that is apparently now no more. Apparently there were geologists and uh, other archaeologists who had actually proved that Lemuria used to exist Mm. eons ago. Mm. Okay, And some even say that it could be the lost civilization of the... uh, Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah. Atlantis you see Atlantis again not Indians Indians is a word which was found by British mm. Indians there, there's no actually there, 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 there weren't such word actually mm. India and Indians were found by British so so when when, when, when you talk about all this thing it's, it's a very vast uh, topic there's so much of uh, links that, that, that goes all around but I think to keep it short all I want to say is that Lemuria used to be a uh, Lemuria used to be a huge this huge continent and it's no more today and it used to have the biggest craziest most creative minds and most intelligent beings mm. beings there 
uh, apparently that's where they actually have found records of uh, the the world's first aeroplane being built. Mm. There was uh, where was flight found? Where was uh, anything to do with Wi-Fi found? They mm. had signals. Even you see, even Hindu temples which were built thousands of years ago still exist right now in India and certain parts of Indonesia and so many countries. Mm. Even Cambodia, those mm. are Hindu temples. But when you go there, you can actually find. statues wearing slippers hmm statues using laptops oh, really really laptops. laptops yes i can show you after this podcast really yes <laughs> using laptop what was it what what were they even doing we don't know and these are statues which have been carved thousands of years ago mm wow and those are temples which have been carved with just in within just one huge rock mm. stone so how did they do it What was the engineering like? How did they even manage to do it thousands of years ago with just humans and animals? Mm. Pyramids mm. are also sources of all these things. If you see all our temples, pyramids, and everything, right? They all have this very, you know, pyramidal shape, mm. which is actually pointing upwards to the sky. Mm. All everything, even even mosques, churches, everything, mm. they are all pointing upwards. So where are they pointing towards? Is mm. there? Is, is, so so are they actually antennas? connecting mm. us to the universe mm. we don't know all these all these answers were contained in lemuria mm. so they had answers for all of this but now we don't so right now there are speculations there are findings there are a lot of experts saying this and that we are not sure we don't mm. know in fact anything that we hear right now may be fabricated mm. we don't know we we don't know which is true which is false but whatever we are hearing is what we are made to hear mm-hmm. and made to believe we don't know yet but lemuria is said to contain all these facts but we we don't know what it has so, so lemuria is a, is an is is actually a civilization uh that was supposed to have existed thousands mm-hmm. of years ago so this story mass poison the top uh our protagonist he wants to recreate that intelligent civilization again mm-hmm. but he can't do it on earth he maybe i would say he doesn't want to do it on earth because he feels he may feel that earth is very infiltrated mm. you know it's in it's infected maybe we cannot start it here let's start it on a brand new planet and then that's how our protagonist gets the idea to go it go to mars mm. okay but whether mars is breathable livable and all these things I think that's a different story altogether. A bit for a sequel. Sure. Mm. <laughs> so, did you already know of Lemuria before the show, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is the perfect opportunity yeah, to." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. why I, I mean, I told you guys, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I've been, I've been reading up all, all, all about on all these things. There are several videos about all these things. Netjo and uh, a lot of uh, documentary channels have done uh, documentaries on like about ancient Lemuria. civilizations. Yes, ancient civilizations. So this, this. Uh, scope and uh, story that you guys shared with me mm. had a perfect positioning to actually put the story in. Mm. So me, I, I think I, I just so, decided to just put it in. So yeah. are you also still like, like yeah, you're you're somewhat sure that Lemuria existed based on what you've seen, or you're still you're not sure? Or no, no, I'm actually uh, very sure that Lemuria very existed. sure Lemuria. very sure that existed. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm 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 just saying that maybe if because. I I don't want to uh, you know uh, make anyone else be the one to make them believe something. Mm. I think they should go and read it up, mm. find out, and and believe in it themselves. So, so rather Le- than me telling them. Lemuria is also in some way related to the lemurs, lah. Right? Yeah, lemurs because lemurs used to 
uh, crowd around those areas apparently mm. even today mm. even today australia brazil mm. lemurs are there Mm. So 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 and the, and and certain parts of the forest there are infested with lemurs. Mm. So could it be because how, of that? How would yeah. it be? And 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 uh, by the way Lemuria is a name again given by the Englishmen mm. not Indians. Mm. According to Indians that place was referred to as Kumari Gandam. Mm. The Kumari continent. K U M A R I. Mm. Kumari continent. Mm. Kumari mean Kumari uh literally means the young one so may so basically maybe everyone there may be very young mm. you know young in in terms not just in physical appearance maybe in mind mm. yeah. in and in, in, in maybe in the ideologies you know yeah. all those so, things so have you always been interested in stuff like that oh yeah <laughs> i love anything do with indiana jones <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, i i i love how i i i would love to watch an adventure flick mm. and i would love to make one too mm. i've been i've always tried but you know for 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 the, for the kind of stories that i always get for adventure flicks right i think i think i would need marvel one marvel budget marvel universal budget. you know all these people to come in together no media co budget <laughs> <laughs> we we can try like green screen or green screen yeah. green screen <laughs> <laughs> we can try i mean i'm i'm not saying that they don't give but then we can we can try mm. but i think we should tell this to the whole world Mm, and and yeah. and make this something international rather than just you know stick it to just within a few continents yeah yeah mm. so so for that a good budget would suffice you know to create mm. the worlds you know like how james cameron created avatar it's a whole new world, whole yeah. world. Yeah. yeah so so, so i think we should Yeah. So it's interesting because about a week and a half ago we had Anthony Chen on this podcast ah, who's also cool. a very I mean uh like he he's a filmmaker who has done a lot like right and we spoke to him about his thoughts on local cinema and all that and given that you've been in the industry for 15 years how would you say you have seen it evolve and are you excited about the future or do you think like wow we all got to do better man I think there are a lot of us who are doing really great stuff Mm. Singapore mm. as uh, uh there are fantastic filmmakers here uh and everyone is trying to bridge uh uh our content with you know all i think all over the world i mm. think i think they are trying to do that and there are some filmmakers who have gone abroad mm. you yeah. know and 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 made their mark so i'm 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 just saying that we i think ours is ours is a very very small dot Mm. so we are trying to make films you see for for films right marketability is something that is very very important i mm-hmm. always feel and when we talk about marketing we are talking about business business means money so uh american movies and any other uh independent indie movies out uh, being made outside of singapore they are, they will make more money than a singaporean movie mm. made for singapore audiences mm-hmm. because of their region their reach and the number of audience they have our audience number is pretty much limited mm. and they might not have the right exposure to our local directors and films uh again the question here is are local filmmakers being uh, are they are they celebrated here mm. our filmmakers uh and if they are celebrated uh why isn't there an industry a cinema industry here itself mm. malaysia has its industry mm. there are there are malaysian filmmaking legends yeah. who have done uh, movies which have spent for years you know i mean um, mm. p ramli and p, all that yeah not just p ramli p ramli is history mm. we have current filmmakers who have done animation mm. 
uh, who have done uh, uh, i mean most of it most of the time malaysians uh, they are looking into the direction of horror goes mm. you, know, you know horror movies and everything mm. but then the horror movies are, uh, I, i saw some of the recent ones are in the line of how christopher nolan would make a film you know oh really there are a lot of uh, thriller thriller elements in it something i i think i would say a cross between james one and uh, and uh, christopher nolan because mm. a lot of mind fuck elements mm. in 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 the, in the in the movies about on on how why okay for example i saw this pontiana movie recently in malaysia mm. they had an origin to how pontiana uh oh, origins well, the <laughs> origins of a pontiana uh. and then what a pontiana really is you know and then and then why the pontiana behaves in such a way so it it, it was about a a group of uh, documentary expeditioners who are actually trying to make a documentary out of a pontiana mm-hmm. but then they get haunted by it at the, at the end of the day and then how they actually escape the whole thing you know that story mm. but then but then it was made very well and the graphics and everything you know it was 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 nice so so it was made for markets uh within malaysia okay of course malaysia is a bigger market and then indonesia as well mm. because it's a malay movie so malaysia and indonesia mm. okay and um, but but when we make movies in singapore uh especially uh when we make an english movie uh most of the time i feel that directors are making it for festivals uh. it's either arty or mm. it's controversial mm. i don't see a james gunn Mm. <laughs> I don't know I, I seem to be harping about James Gunn but yeah I, I mean I'm a kind of filmmaker who 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 thinks that we should we should entertain the mass the the the, the, the masses, masses the masses so when we are talking about the masses are we really doing justice you see mm. let's let's not go into uh english uh malay or chinese movies because I don't want, I'm 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 not too involved in it I'm not directly involved in it but then for tamil movies itself right the market is even smaller Mm. So when I when I did a Tamil movie when I did my first Tamil film I did it as a collaboration with the Malaysian markets mm. so that I can market it in both Malaysia and Singapore mm. so it's a wider uh, range of audience but I but it didn't really uh, do that much of a justice for the budget that we used mm. because uh, typically I think for a movie to be made we are looking at at least 250 Mm. K mm. That, that's the list i think mm. for 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 the number of days that you're looking at least for a 30 day or 40 day courtship yeah okay for the crew itself you know and everything and then artists locations wise you know so it's it is pretty expensive to do a movie yeah so if it is expensive uh are we making it back are we making the amount back mm. in singapore alone mm. uh for me i think personally i would say no mm. if we are depending only on the singapore market but, then, but i think we should start making movies for the, for the world for the world arena so how would you change the stories you tell i think we don't need to change the way we tell stories mm. i think we need to change the way we market them mm. i think that's what it is please i i, I think i need to uh, uh mention this singaporean stories are as good as a mexican or a spanish story mm. that have gone to oscars yeah. mm. we have heartland stories which can be told in an international manner mm. okay so that means you see if we can actually watch an watch an american movie and go wow i'm sure anyone out there can watch a singaporean movie and go wow mm. but it's the way we make it and 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 how we deliver it to the audience yeah. i, I yeah, think yeah. i think it's a way of marketing if uh i think i think jack new i I have worked with Jack Neo for one movie. I, mm-hmm. I even acted in a movie, <laughs> One More Chance, oh. and uh, and and I think 
I, I think he's an excellent Singaporean movie maker, mm. and he knows the pulse of our Singaporeans mm. as well as Malaysians. Mm. Because I mean, come on, we used to be one, mm. both yep, yep. both Singapore and Malaysia. So, uh, so 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 we I I think we are we are there, but we just need to be able to market it out to the world. Mm. I think we need to open the windows, open the windows wide enough so that everyone can see our content too. Mm. And I think they will be able to appreciate it. So when you say open the windows, what do you mean by that? Because now our internet, movies, yeah. Singaporean movies, when they are made, right? Like, yeah. I, like, like I was like I was saying, they I they they only make it to the festival and then come back to Singapore. Mm. Where is the distribution to the other cinemas mm. all over? Mm. Does it go to any other cinemas outside of uh, the festival cinemas mm. and and Singapore cinemas? The answer is yes and no. There mm. are some movies which may have made it to other cinemas as well. Yeah. Okay, but then I think we need to make more movies that will make it out there more. Okay. Mm. So, but so you're saying it's not just a matter of demand where uh, other people don't want to see our movies. Huh? It's just mm. is that our movies themselves um, are almost too inward looking. Like we don't think about how to cater to a mass. No, audience. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. What I'm trying to say is it's the way we market the movies. Mm. not the way we make the movies you see mm. crazy rich asians uh actually kind of engulfed what asian culture is mm. you know and and how you know a, a bride and a groom you know guys and yeah. girls behave in singapore malaysia well, you just uh, you just hit a nerve cuz there's harish's favorite movie of I all time i fucking hate the movie <laughs> i hated the movie i think it was a step in the right direction for singapore at least people knew that's, about that's singapore that's the thing marketing Yeah, because it's a big banner. Yeah, there was a big team involved in it. Yeah. Faces, Michelle Yeoh, yeah. so many things. Yeah, maybe yeah. so many things. Yeah. This is what I mean by marketing. Mm. Get faces in the movie. Mm. Get elements in the movie that will go international. But the stories can be as heartland as possible, like what Jack New is doing. Mm. But bring in faces that will sell. But then there's a chicken and egg, right? If you want to bring in the faces, you need a budget. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So again, I'm that, that's why I'm, that, that's why I'm saying we we need to widen the budgets a bit. Mm. So you see, it's it's natural. You want to hit the global market, you make big mm. you 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 make the movie with a global budget in mind. Yeah. yeah. So that you will understand what the audience will you know you know will be watching and what they want. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that you need to blow your budget in order to make your movie a hit. Mm. You it's the way I I think at the end of the day it's it's the way you tell a story. Mm-hmm. It's it's all in the uh, in, in the way you tell a story. When if your story if your storytelling is that good and people can understand it and connect with it, I think it works. There are Hollywood movies which have been shot in just a few days. Mm. Quiet Place, mm. number of characters, mm. little j- j- just a single few. Location just a single yeah. single location, single area. Mm. That's it. How many characters? I think there were less than ten. Mm. That's it. The movie is made now. See the sequel is coming out and boom. Yeah. Budget is not an issue, mm. but the way they made made it, they had faces. The big uh, production company came in, and I think the way they marketed it, the movie made it out, and they had an Oscar winner, mm. Emily Watson. So yeah. she, she, she's there. Yeah. So, so so then, but you know, you said uh, when you make your Tamil movies, mm-hmm. isn't why is that not also for the Indian market? India is already making that. Mm. India is already making tons of movies, and people have been accustomed to seeing. India's big faces, biggies, mm. Mm. superstar, Rajnikant, mm. Kamal Hassan. There are so many big names. Mm. So everyone since young, I mean, it's it has been they have been accustomed to that so much that when another 
a country makes a tamil movie they say that oh this one is an indie movie la oh no 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 we we are an authentic tamil movie company mm-hmm. we are making a tamil movie with faces mm. with our own faces ah no that's an indie movie this is a tamil movie from india uh, mm. you see because that has names same goes for hollywood because that has names mm. uh you know uh peter jackson directs it waiter comes in to do visual effects and you know, so, so so many things are coming in together i think at the end of the day it's how you market your movie if you can you see i always believe that the amount you spend for a movie right i think you should have 50% for the production of the movie the exact another 50% should go for marketing mm. marketing is what gets your movie out there out of the window yeah get yeah. it out of the window get it out of the door and 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 put it out there this is a movie that everyone should watch why market the movie in, in ways that you have not imagined mm. because you see you only need to market your ass off when you know that you don't have elements that are international in the movie but when you bring in elements that are international and of course that's going to cost you money mm. you automatically out there mm. so it depends on how you make the movie the content doesn't matter as long as you have a damn good gripping story so have you i mean in your 15 15 years have you ever come across like some indian super tycoon who was open to investing in a movie <laughs> but just couldn't find the right thing like like just i just couldn't ri- find the right investor oh you couldn't <laughs> yeah. so you had all the stories you couldn't find I the, had the so super tycoon stories but now i'm trying to see if i can you know make a movie for netflix amazon yeah. you know so many things i mean I, I, even for cinema i was supposed to start on a movie last year mm. covid hit mm. everything so stopped moving stock for movie for the major markets oh. are supposed to bring in sri lankan indian and uh, Sing- singapore and malaysian faces mm. all in one movie mm. there have never been such an attempt before yeah so wanted to try it yeah with a concise budget yeah wanted to try it with with well known faces of the market you know mm. that who, yeah. where people will you know want to connect but it was stopped because of covid, COVID and yeah. then after post covid we wanted to try okay let's let's start it up again see whether we can put it up for you know ott platforms and see whether it works mm. but then that becomes a you know uh, and another i mean it opens another new can of worms in you know in in terms of uh, how popular is the filmmaker how yeah. how popular is the producer what is the marketing capability like how are we going to do this mm. i think i think netflix and amazon i think they are looking for uh out of the box weird content mm-hmm. and um, popular names yeah. in the movie yeah uh, uh, either actors or the team members yeah. anyone technically uh can be anyone i think but w- w- once you have the team and the money i think you can you, you can go in so, mm. so i'm still trying do you, do you have a dream collaborator that someone that an actor actress whatever that you wonder you're dreaming to collaborate oh, i do of course yes. carla johansson that's terence that's terence no la this thing this thing but but you, you guys i'm i'm sure you guys want to do movies oh yeah yeah, yeah, of, yeah course. of course of course yeah yeah oh, but for I yourself know. i mean you you uh, because you're talking about putting different elements into your movies mm-hmm. so like let's say there's a rich tycoon la, who yeah, says there's a rich tycoon who hears <laughs> this and says okay let's do are you guys rich I, do you guys want to produce my movie we would love to Vicky, but first yeah. we have to get rich yeah, okay. i have to get rich first <laughs> yeah. 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 okay ouch but, but <laughs> if, if you yeah if you have unlimited resources like who would you reach out to to be your to appear in your project la? oh I, you see first i i mean emotionally sentimentally i would want to make a tamil movie first mm. okay mm. so when i talk about a tamil movie i'm talking about getting some 
popular faces from India itself. Mm. Okay, maybe one or two faces to be popped in mm. the movie, mm. and then I will not stop there. Mm. I wouldn't want this to become an Indian mm. India product. Mm. I want this to be an international product. Mm. So that way, I will definitely add in people whom I worked with here in Singapore, mm. faces of our our very own Vasantham mm. faces. I think they. It's about time they move in also. Yeah. Mind you, I have seen. I've worked with uh, actors from India who have actually guest appeared in Vasantham dramas mm. from India. Actors, mm. very popular actors. They have actually seen our actors and have gone, "Wow, you guys are better than us." Mm. They have done that because India has this culture. They, they, they are. Their movies are all dubbed. Mm. It's not live sound. Mm. Okay. As in ADR and all yes. that. Yes. Uh. They okay. So so they don't record live sound. They only record live sound for reference. Mm. And then they and then once the whole filming and editing is completed, they sit down in a dubbing studio and they dub the whole movie with all the different actors. Mm. Okay. So that's how they do it. They have been doing this for ages. Mm. Okay. In sing so 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 when they are filming right, they have the liberty to make any noise you want. You, any disturbance? No, it's okay. Don't cut. Carry on. Mm. So it's okay. Yeah. So there will be an AD sitting down there, okay, in the f- yeah, not in the frame of course. Yeah. Okay. Once the sh- uh, frame is framed up, you know, shot it ready, and then there'll be an AD sitting down, squatting down there, prompting dialogues to the artist, uh-huh. every line, and the actor can has to has to act it out, not read it. Huh? That mm. means, she, example, she's saying, uh, "I love you." Then he'll be like, and then and then that that AD actually says it without any. Feeling yeah, nothing, yeah. no emotion. He just he just shouts out, and that person just acts it out. Mm. Sometimes it's a chunk, so mm. they just go one by one. So dubbing, they'll just correct it. In Singapore, they don't do that. Singapore dramas, Vasantham, Media Corp, anywhere you go, it's live sound. Yeah. So when that actor came over to Singapore and they and we were filming, the actor was like, "How do you all do it? I cannot memorize the dialogues. How did you all memorize this script, lah? Really? So they were like, so "You mean you, you all don't do that?" No, we don't need to do that. We have assistants. Why do we pay our assistants? Mm. So our actors take the effort to go through the script and they actually memorize the lines and they take in whatever they need to take in and they do their research for the characters. Mm. So when when those artists see our artists, that was a proud moment, like actually. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I I really thought it was. Uh, I think that goes for any of our actors. Yeah. In Singapore, anyone. So then, do you think it is? Let's say once COVID clears up, uh, borders are open. Do you think it's worth actors just saying, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go to Bollywood, I'm going to go to Hollywood? Aaron Aziz did it, man. Aaron Aziz, our mm. Aaron Aziz. Yeah. He's a Malaysian superstar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in Singapore, not so much. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's an irony. I mean, I don't know why that happened. I mean, JJ Lin also lah. You get yeah. JJ Lin, is you it? get Stephanie Sun. Uh? But but were there other factors to the resident Chinese person in the room? For JJ Lin and Stephanie um, Sano, other factors in in them. Is it, is it just like their talent was just not being appreciated in Singapore, and it was only inevitable that they went to China and something blew up because no, they were talented. In the Chinese pop scene, there's um, that like like a lot of what you said. There's um, you know that there's a wider market out there, and you have to from the day one already start attacking the market and not. Focus on oh, I'm let me build up my backyard first in Singapore. Um, and I think the more the the more interesting cases are like Nathan Hartono mm. and Joanna Dong, who were you know they were in Singapore and they were known, but they were not like you know big stars yet. But mm. until they went to China and just did Boom. a reality TV show, and then suddenly came back, and then now they like 
you know, 10 times bigger. Yeah. They charge 10 times more for everything. Mm. So so I think that's the, those are better case studies for for why you, you should, from day one, start, you know, looking outside rather than mm. just focusing on your local market first. Uh. Mm. So are you saying the local market sucks? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I mean, uh, there mm, is um, the local market or the local audience. Audience. Uh? audience, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I I've mm. always been a believer since I entered the industry that mm. there's a lot of talent in Singapore, in every scope, like, Be it the technical side, the acting side, the directing side, writing side, mm. and there's just like we haven't had a perfect storm of things to come together for something to really blow up. Mm. Uh, I mean, like Anthony Chen movies, uh, Ilo Ilo, that was a, a great first step, but it was still in the art art house world. It still was in the festival circuit. It wasn't even like a commercial blockbuster. I think Singapore needs a commercial blockbuster and it needs, for that to happen, I think, yeah, you can have a great story, but like what you said, a lot of other things need to happen. La. Your Crazy Rich Asians was a blockbuster. Eh? Yeah, but fuck <laughs> that movie. La. Oh, la, eh. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. It's true. That, that, there was a bunch of factors that came together. There was, you know, increasing spotlight uh, on Asian content uh, around the world because of streaming platforms and all. There was the, the rise of, you know, minorities, uh, minority representation and all that. You know, the butchering of, of Asian culture and stories. Mm -hmm. So all that came together at a time when, ooh, it fucking blew up. La. And I think even that, who's the director? John John Cho, right? John Cho, yeah. John Cho. Yeah. He also made a very smart decision about not going ahead with Netflix. Because they did offer a deal to do the trilogy of movies on Netflix for mm -hmm. a, a substantial amount. La. And his point was that it was very important for him to do a theatrical release because it still had that gala aspect of it. If you think about a Netflix release, yeah, okay, one day it's not available, the next day you open, is there. It just feels like, uh. so for him, it was very important of the, the spectacle of it like, and that mm. gave it so many, so much legs. Like. Then and, wait, but but then, then why you hate it so much? Because that, I think it's a shitty movie. Uh, isn't that that's the attitude that that's why we are asking this question hey, now? Why, I still watched it. Okay, I still paid. Are we so saying are you that, a bad, are bad audience? Are you the bad audience member that we're no, talking no, no, about? No, no, no. I still I still contributed to its commercial success. Yeah, but you're shitting all over it. Yeah, I, sh people. I fucking hate it, and you're I have not, the right to hate a movie. You're not telling you know, people. No, so that's the thing. I don't believe in supporting a movie just because it has or like. You can support with your dollars, uh, right? But your opinion, it doesn't need to support it fully, lah. Or at least that's what I tell so myself. So you, you support it, basically? No I, yeah, no, I think if you ask me, am I happy that it got produced or would I prefer that it not get produced? Of course I'm happy it got produced. Uh, of course, it's nice to see Singapore in like on a cinematic scale and see it talked about around the world and all. But objectively as a movie, I fucking hated it. And I have the right to hate it. <laughs> all right. So, I think He's made the point. I have yeah. the right to fucking hate Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, no, explain it. Why why hypocrite? No, no, not hypocrite. But I think uh, because going back to Vicky's question about yeah, is it that our audience doesn't support our own local product or stuff that that uh, like we produce? We have you you saying we have a lot of talented people. Yeah, and we can get out there. But, yeah, but Vicky is, is is speculating. Maybe it's that our audience members don't give these people a chance. Ah. Huh? Uh. And, and then suddenly we come to you where Crazy Rich Asians was this thing where everything sort of fit together and it was, yeah. like, I, like I always said, it's a Friday night movie. You go and watch with your girlfriend, <laughs> your wife, you put your brain, put it at the end of the door. You don't go and ask why this, why that. And then you enjoy it, right? You pay no, $10, $15, you enjoy it. Then that is, to me, that okay, then that is worth pushing and supporting. But then you're like, no, it's terrible. It's still terrible. Okay, like, but what, about me, what be, about me did not give it a chance? What about me did not support it? 
the halfway through you already were texting me telling me you hey don't me. give me the shit I texted you after the movie <laughs> but I still watched it and in oh. around a conversation where budget it keeps coming up about how there's lack of budget lack of commercial success I gave it a chance I paid for the ticket but if someone asks you oh you uh, should I watch Crazy Rich Asians no I would say it's still worth watching but you have to accept that it might not be a good movie lah so I, I never cannot support you <laughs> say watch it it's great no yeah. then then I'm a hypocrite then I say watch it it's uh, great then I feel like I'm saying my opinion which is not true I'll tell you you go watch it I fucking hated it yeah. but it's still a movie that I'm happy got made okay so I'm telling you yeah. next time when you create or we create something awesome yeah. and then someone comes in and says you know your movie sucked I'll be like yeah, did you watch it in the cinema <laughs> did you pay your money he said yes thank I did you. I'm like thank <laughs> you <laughs> did he say that's like, thank you did yeah. you say that as a good audience member or yes pet? because he gave it a chance ah Okay, okay. Uh, that's the word. He gave yeah. it a chance. So, so is that, maybe that answers our, your question. Uh, like, yeah. Is Singapore audience uh, in general, is it bad? Do we give do we give our local pro- produce a chance? Uh, do we? Do you think we do? Um, depends on the movie going. I think, I don't know. Do we have cinemas filling up for local movies? No. I doubt it. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I no, so, well, that's, where, that's where my answer to that question is I think the only person producing commercial movies locally is Jack, Jack Neal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So mm. no, so my answer to that question, and then comparing to what you're talking about Malaysia, is that in Malaysia, I if I'm not wrong, whether they still have it, they literally have a rule or had a rule where every at any point in time there must be one Malaysian local film in the cinemas. Correct. I, I'm not sure if it's still mm. there. Mm. But um and then that also has caused problems because sometimes you know, there's a there's a whole there's a list like, there's a whole queue and everything to get your movie there, but at least it forces people to okay consider watching a, a Malaysian film at any point in time. Whereas in Singapore cinema, because we are so oh capitalist, laissez fair everything, or you want to watch French, Korean, Hollywood, everything can or local film ah yeah cannot make money one ah. so so the cinema operators mm. just don't show the local film because. Honestly, like yeah, like, the in Singapore, audience... the cinemas have a choice to not screen a Singapore. Yeah, exactly, correct, correct. exactly. They have a choice. Yeah. yeah, but Malaysia in Malaysia they don't. Yeah, Malaysia correct. they are forced to actually release a Malaysian movie. Yeah. All cinemas and the yeah. rule is still yeah, there. Yeah, it's still yeah. there. So, yeah. so I, I I made a movie in Malaysia. What? Yeah, so and, uh, I'm, I'm speculating that that helps the industry and in terms of like the audience. Do you think Singapore should do that as well? Yeah. I think I think it's I think it should because we're, we're I mean we are fighting uphill against Hollywood I and think China. At and least for movies being supported by IMDA or mm. you know uh, in, in, in all, all, uh, I I think they should be able to market it and release it in cinemas for the makers mm. Mm. for the makers mm. and then profit wise they can actually share it or something you know I mean I mean things can be worked out yeah mm. so, so that that's where help. I mean that's where I like I think last a few years ago we also went to a web series festival in LA we submitted ours and it got nominated for a few things and I was talking to the filmmakers from around the world and when I told them oh yeah you know there are government grants for movies a lot of them were like what your government has grants for movies and I'm like uh, yeah they're like ours has nothing so in that sense I was like oh it's kind of cool that there are government grants but on the flip side these grants they do come with certain conditions lah, right and if you take away the grants, I think that's where funding a movie in Singapore can be very tricky. Because if you have a huge market, if you get a percentage of the market, you might still be able to recoup your cost. But in Singapore, it's a small population. Cinemas are limited. If you can't even get that same percentage, it's going to be tough. Which is the, the mantra of Blumhouse Productions. You know, He started off by saying that they will never make a movie more than a million dollars. 
because even if it's a bad movie, given the size of the American market, they can still recoup. And they were banking on these one-off hits. Lah. And then they had, what was their first first success? Paranormal, Paranormal activity. Paranormal. And that yeah. fucking 250 million. And then now I think they're making movies in the 5 to 10 million budget. But I, I thought that approach was, was amazing. Lah. You know, single location, limited cast, and just make a good movie because even at the worst case, they can cover their costs. But in Singapore, if you take that approach, what kind of movie will you make for... Like the the box office for the films that don't do that well is what thirty thousand, forty thousand. I I don't think so. You know, as you see, even if you make a movie for the list budget, let's say two hundred dollars, yeah. two hundred thousand yeah. dollars, I don't think you can make it back. Yeah, you can't make it back. You can't. Yeah. You can't. To make six hundred thousand dollars at a box hard. office yeah. is hard. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Also, that's why I, I feel like um, I is because it's very easy to say Singaporeans not sophisticated or uh, blame mm. them for this mm. and that, but I feel like some of these habits you need to save people from themselves. Uh. Like if I can if I can eat McDonald's every day without getting heart attack, I probably will do that, lah, right? But if someone someone must step in and tell me, you know, there's something wrong with, with your behavior and let's correct it. Let's incentivize you to eat more vegetables, you know? Maybe so, our audience don't have a reason to actually make it a point to go to the cinema and watch a yeah, local movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean wh- why must I do that? Is it nice? Do they put in the effort? Is it an art movie? I, I don't know. Are we giving them reasons to go and watch a movie, yeah. watch a locally produced movie in cinema? So you're saying marketing again is, is again a very yes, big part of and I think uh, uh, adding on, I think our government should actually look into giving out marketing grants. Mm. They, we we they I don't used I, to I, be I, think, I think, but they took it out. Marketing I think there used to be where they you could uh, bring your film to festivals and they'll pay for your yeah. trip and everything. Oh, uh, that's different. That's that's art. Oh, that's okay. that's okay. marketing. That's art. I'm talking about marketing in general. That means in terms of radio publicity, oh, TV publicity, see, see. print, you know, billboards, mm. Uh, mm. Uh, putting it out on uh, you know uh, social media, out shout out to yeah, the whole world. Yeah. I, I always thought like if the you know last time the SQ in flight magazine, if I you flip the magazine around the, for the back cover always have a Singapore artist or Singapore film the poster there and market it to people who fly SQ. See, that is like fantastic radio. Yeah. But I mean... That I, is one huge window actually. Yeah, I don't know whether... I, I think... I think. Oh yeah, the, you used to be SQ. Why? Why y'all don't do? Why didn't y'all do? <laughs> yeah, first of all, I think Singapore Airlines actually does a decent job because I know the film that I was in, Zombie Pura, mm-hmm. is actually being shown or was actually being shown on Singapore oh. Airlines planes while uh, before COVID. Yeah, but so then, don't just... But the choice is between Zombie Pura and like... That's true. Like a million other movies. That's right? true. But then, then, then I think... So that's the, the balance, right? You can't... You can't... Unless tell them, okay, if you want to buy an airplane ticket... You, we give you fifty dollar discount, but you can only watch Singapore movies, <laughs> unless no, no, you institute no. something uh, like that. Not not between SQ and the customer. I'm uh. saying between the government and SQ. Uh. saying SQ, you must show a Singapore film must be the first one in your in your billboard and everything. But then it the becomes cover. tricky because part of a uh, airline's proposition is also their in-flight ent- entertainment. Right? Correct. So I'm saying that's where the yeah. whole argument is saying. Yeah. I feel that this trickiness needs to give way in order to push, like to do what Vicky is saying, to push our product out there. Yeah, la, but, but then, then you're then you going back to the free market thing again, right? Because, I mean, if you think about it, like that, that is something that we can't just brush off, right? Like, like uh, for, for cinemas and all, they are all businesses after all, right? So for, for me, I think, I think my, where I see the problem is that even the type of movies that can be made in Singapore is limited. Because I do believe that if there's a movie that is good enough, marketing won't even matter it would add it on. So that's my naive belief. But right now, I think there are so many ideas that cannot even get made in Singapore 
Because if you don't go down the government grant route, how else are you going to fund it? You don't have like movie studios who can pump money into something without any government grant. And that's that to me is the problem. You know, see, that's where collaborations come in. Yeah. Mm. There, there have been filmmakers, local filmmakers have yeah. collaborated with international uh, production houses. Yeah, yes, I they am. have done. Rajagopal, mm. director Rajagopal, yeah. his uh, his movie was was also co-funded by a French company. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so th- these things have happened. Yeah. But again, for what context? Art films. Art films. Yeah. I think we should become commercial and you know go wider in range, so mm. that so that more people are aware of the kind of movies that Singapore can make. Singapore mm. is not about drug movies, mm. not about gangster movies. Mm. Okay, it's 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 not about uh, and anything else. I mean, I think there's more to what Singapore. I I think there's more to Singapore stories. Mm. There are so much more. In fact, I've always wanted to recreate Singapore's true ghost stories mm. as as a movie anthology movie. Mm. I've always wanted to do it. Mm. Uh, wanted to contact Russell and 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 see whether we can work something out. I, I I'm not sure whether it has been done as a TV show before. I think as a TV show it has no no. no. Not not, not as Singapore True Ghost Stories the branding mm. because that was a very popular local branding yeah. where we had our own writers signing off books at so popular bookstores yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean those were the days like I mean primary school I I used to queue and and buy those books mm, yeah. those are our you know like how Harry Potter books have become movies we can there there are local writers with our own local books mm. which can be actually turned out into movies yes. or mm, even yes. anthology small anthology series yeah but no 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 one is doing it maybe i i don't mm. know maybe the market is not ready yet so to the rich tycoons listening to this podcast yeah. I, i really hope so ideas. i really <laughs> really hope <laughs> <am> so okay <laughs> okay like on on the topic of in, uh, ghosts i've always wanted to ask this to someone who's familiar with the indian media scene you know how come there, are there indian ghosts oh yeah There are ghosts. Uh, multi. There's a multiracial ghost. No, but what? What? Like, give me the name wait, of it. What, what do you mean Indian ghost? Can you, can you explain what you are saying? There's Malay ghost. Uh, there's Chinese yeah. ghost. Yeah. Uh, you can. We we have done a movie about Chinese jumping vampires. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. In Tamil. Uh, but have you heard of an Indian ghost? No. No. Yeah, I also haven't. So like, I mean, yeah. you get the Pontianak. You get uh, you know, Sadako. Mm. You get like these ghosts that are some sort of geographical anchor. Yeah. But what's an Indian ghost? Indian ghosts. Okay, there are actually many. Do you know that the world's first known vampire is actually an Indian? <laughs> oh really? Do you know that? <laughs> no. Historically, it's correct. Really? Yeah. There's this uh, short story um, written again thousands of years ago. Mm. It's called Vikram Veda. Vikram Vikram Aditanum Veda Lamo. Mm. It means King. The uh, Vikram is a king's name. Mm. King Vikram and his Uh, Vedalam is actually uh, a ghost. Mm. It's actually mm. a a very you know uh, annoying ghost mm. name. Okay, all right. So 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 it's a story about how this king tries to subdue this ghost mm. so that it doesn't disturb his people mm. in the country, and and it's a very classic tale. Mm. It's it's actually kind of a legend more than a, it's actually a legend more more of a legend. So that one is supposedly the first known. Vampire in the world, mm. then followed by Dracula, oh, really? and all the rest. I mean, that's what records say, lah. Historians yeah. also say. I saw this in History Channel. Oh. So, so that's what they recorded it as. But they are still not. They are still not sure whether if it's a fiction, if it's fictional, or not, because it was through books and records. Mm. 
so we don't know yet but a lot of movies have come up uh, uh in 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 the name of vikram and vedalam mm. but it's pretty legendary oh, really? so 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 that's one and then we have the indian ghosts in indian movies mostly it's female you know yeah. what they do they'll be wearing white color sari uh uh-huh. have you seen them no white sari uh uh-huh. sometimes will have legs sometimes don't will, will not have legs <laughs> beyond it you know up after the you know the end of the uh-huh. sorry here harshing carefully i sure you never see you never, never see, see. <laughs> the hair will be as l- up, up to the ankle oh shit i think yeah. i've seen that at indian weddings yeah <laughs> uh, okay in colorful sarees maybe okay. after too many drinks <laughs> after too many drinks my auntie i'm like hey auntie uh, hey where your legs go uh, there are uh, legends there are many many and what is uh, that ghost call legends. is there like a, a name ascribed to they, it or? they call it avi avi means spirit mm. okay you see in one tamil movie this is how mm. i learned that oh this is an indian ghost okay person of a female dies mm. after being raped by a bunch of villains mm. <laughs> and she dies in colorful clothing all mm. blood and everything right yeah the spirit wakes up wearing white sari oh <laughs> okay it will wake up and then she'll start touching her body my god i'm dead and then she starts flying across you know mm. in her white sari so the and then she starts singing that's oh. the most beautiful part of it she starts mm. singing so when she starts singing right people from afar will hear oh my god that's the ghost she's coming run that's a cue also oh, like the pontianak has that that smell uh, you know so this is singing, singing or it will be you know shouting in very high pitch like uh, You mean it's not yeah. a seductive kind of singing like nah, nah, nah. Oh, like our ghosts do not seduce <laughs> oh, oh they don't uh. they go direct you know plunge into the thing and then they just jump on and they do not seduce we sort of miss from young as a child never. your families they all never talk about ghost stories or anything never so campfire or this kind of no thing. campfire i don't do campfire with my family lah okay okay i'm like you go barbecue <laughs> with your family uh actually barbecue is not in indian culture <laughs> <laughs> true agreed you see You think what, we just make kebabs on Sunday ah? <laughs> East Coast lah, go East Coast again. No, go with friends and all. But then, so the campfire there, uh, if the ghost stories come out, it's more the the typical one, the Pontiana. Yeah lah, you, you take from other culture. Mostly it's kampung yeah. one, kampung, kampung stories, oh, kampung, kampung ghost lah. Yeah. You know, I spotted it in the toilet. It was sitting down there. Yeah, yeah, I spotted yeah. it in the house. It was hanging yeah. down there. You know, yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, but I never, oh. I never heard of like Indian ghosts. And when I hang out with my family, it's really about ghosts, lah. So you you never ask yourself how come don't have representation of exactly. your race? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, all these Chinese ghosts everywhere. You need to see Malay maybe ghosts. one or two Malay ghosts. No Indian ghosts in Singapore. <laughs> Why? You mean what? There's no. There, but I'm sure there are horror movies. There are, there are, there are. There are actually right. stereotypical yeah. Indian ghosts which are out there. There are. Then it's just yeah. you, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it just me then, bro? You can Google, bro. Indian <laughs> ghost history. <laughs> You can actually Google and you will get all the answers. It's there. It's there. Uh-huh. there there's this uh, particular ghost called Mogini. Uh, actually, Mogini can seduce. Mm. Mogini is actually a. It's it's a name. Mogini. Mogini Pisas. They mm. call it. So Mogini is this ghost who is very pretty, very nice. She seduces people, but then she'll eat them up. Lah. Oh, once once they're okay, on bed, okay. after satisfying herself and everything, she'll yeah. eat them up and. Uh, you know, Sela uh, something like that. yeah that one also I've seen in indian weddings <laughs> you have gone to the wrong indian weddings <laughs> yeah. i don't know what indian weddings have been going to but yeah <laughs> but now now maybe, now maybe your your mind is open to it already maybe i'll start seeing start them seeing everywhere they start visiting you already lah <laughs> maybe yeah because last time you just close off you you don't see the don't I'll see, see the facebook everything. ads pop up also yeah. like google ads now that they 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 know that i've i've white sari they say white sari <laughs> 
But is that yeah. is that up your alley as a horror stuff? You know? uh, yes, yes, horror comedy. Oh, okay, horror oh horror com- comedy. Horror comedy. Yes, yes. Oh, interesting. So so then what is what is the stuff like that you're working on now that our our listeners can uh can kind of get excited about? Uh yeah. In besides, the besides our show, no, besides, besides our show, our show. Oh, besides our show. Uh, okay, yeah. Mm, all right. Watch Mass Poison. The time I think that's. That's one big effort by the whole team. I think you mm. all should watch. Apart from that, right now, I'm actually taking a break. I'm actually mm. writing some stuff mm. and I'm getting ready for some productions to be done. Mm. Uh, so so otherwise, those are just standard variety shows and stuff like that. So so that's nothing to look out for. But I would want everyone to look out for my movie if it comes up. Mm. If it comes up. That's <laughs> the actually, one that was supposed to go into production last yes, year. Yes, yes. And it's actually a very simple story. It's and. It's it's called living with, in 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 English the title literally is translated as living with a ghost. Oh, mm, it's a ghost okay. movie. So it's Ho- horror, horror, com- horror comedy. Horror comedy. Oh, horror com- a family living with ghosts. First they hated it. First mm. uh, f- first they were scared of it. They mm. hated it. They tried uh, you know getting it out of yeah. the house, and then they've now started to live with it. How much? Ah, I see, I see, I see. It's something like that. But there's a twist and turn to the whole oh, story. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. And it's yeah. based in Singapore. Yep, or? Singapore. But based on a true story. Oh, based on true story. Yep, true oh. life account. Wow, true life account. of a of a friend. So now you are <laughs> writing that, or you have already written it? I've already written it. It, that that was the one which was supposed to be produced. Mm, mm. But then now you're also writing other stuff. Yeah, I'm writing other stuff. I'm always writing. I, always I, writing. Because that's what keeps me going. I cannot not do anything. Then mm. then 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 I always feel that ah oh, damn, I'm gonna have a mental block because I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not doing anything. I need to keep doing something. So, so you I always enjoy. keep. So you're, you're not really taking a break, break lah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. My break. Is when I go into cinemas to watch movie. I'm a movie ah, buff. Okay, okay. I like to go. I I like to go take trips, even solo trips to cinemas, and just sit down and watch anything. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's yeah. like a battery charge for me, you know. It's like, then I, during I, COVID, I you can't go cinemas. Then then how do you? Netflix. Oh Netflix. Netflix. I, I started uh, subscribing to all the OTT platforms that I don't. Uh-huh. Now, now I mean now I have Disney Plus. I mean I've I've watched all uh, Wonder Vision, the Falcon also, Falcon, the Winter Soldier also, the two mm. episodes also watched already. You know, so so I'm like up to date. Now so I'm like craving for more. Come on, see, more episodes. Come on, and I'm watching all the uh, you know uh, series that I've never watched before. Yeah, I just started watching the old series, Grace and Frankie. Oh, uh, oh my God! Awesome storyline, man. Yeah. So, so when you watch these shows, do you normally after you finish an episode, you I think get inspired, about, or you get inspired? I get inspired like, for other kinds of because sometimes the characters which are there, right? It's mm. not the story that inspires me, you know. It's the characters mostly, and sometimes I always fit in those characters that I watch into different stories of mine. Mm. If this character was in this particular scenario, what would he do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that actually spins out a whole lot of different of a different story, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Which reminds me, like a friend of ours, like over the weekend, he messaged us. He was like, "Hey, do you all just practically just like, you know, take the whole story of Space Force from Netflix <laughs> and then just write it in Tamil or something?" <laughs> they were like, "Hello, have you watched the first episode? Even the first episode, if you watch it, you know it's not the same thing already." Then like, he said, "Yeah, uh, no, haven't watched. watched it." They were like, "Shut <laughs> fuck up, lah." Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess uh, it's a reminder that you know, like everyone, very short attention span these days. They so just see the, the headline. It's the people. It's the people. Okay. They are Cannot people. just yeah. see the headline. You have to like watch the whole thing. And I know this is going to somehow, somehow, Terence is going to sneak it back to me hating Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> so I will preface it by saying I still watched it. Okay, I'm not like our friend who didn't even watch it and base his opinion on a trailer. Yeah, yeah. Though, because <laughs> you watched it because. 
because I, I, I was also telling you that it was nice. Like, right? No, I, I also wanted to watch it because I am it. proud that it got made in Singapore, that you see Singapore. There were okay, Singaporean okay. actors and actresses there. Yeah, I got to give it to him, man. Yeah. 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 Wow, what yeah. a sacrifice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true patriot. Okay? Salute, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is the kind of person you sit next to the cinema. You'll be cursing all the way. Yeah. He'll be like, constantly checking his phone. I know, I ruined dinner with my girlfriend after that. Yeah. Because really? I called Terrence. Call me, I think call I called, me to I was complain. Like, I was like, dude, you said this movie, I fucking hated it. And after that, I still carried on messaging him over dinner. La. Did you guys watch Kong, Godzilla? No, I, mean, I, I want to watch, watch that. I want to watch that also. Yeah, but the yeah. reviews are mixed. Yeah, so ah, that's the kind of movie that I would definitely switch off uh, and go in and just enjoy it. Yeah, remove fun. your brain and then go into it. Yeah, because the trailer is... <laughs> Dope, man. Yeah, Holy well, shit. Yeah. It's, it's the visual effects, like the splendor of yeah, watching yeah, yeah. two animals fight it out. Oh. Yeah, and now seeing Kong on a cargo ship has added <laughs> meaning, <laughs> la, you know, mm. after the, the incident of the past okay. few days in the Suez Canal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, wait, so, just to go back again, you, you, you said your movie that you're planning, you're hoping to, to get done. Uh, mm-hmm. is Are you also planning for it to have a theatrical release and everything yes, possible. Yes, yes. You see, ideally, that's what every filmmaker would want to mm. have. Mm. You know, getting audience come in and see their reactions. I think I think that's the most beautiful thing. Rather than, you know, everyone sitting down and then sending you reviews. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, that it's nice. We don't know what's real, you see. Mm. But when you're in the cinema with your audience and, and you're watching it with them, I think it's a totally... Yeah. Experience. yeah, I think one of the most magical experiences for me was when we had that screening of the first two episodes of She's a Terrorist during the uh, launch event and just being there and hearing people laugh. Ooh, that was, no, I, was, I, was, I was going to say when the first time we previewed Mars, the, this, this, uh, our pilot, and uh, there were no subtitles, right? So Oh, I, oh I was, in the editing room. Yeah, and we were, but, but everyone was just enjoying a lot of the jokes and all that. And yeah. you just sort of go with it and <laughs> you really enjoy awesome, I enjoyed yeah. that first screening a lot. <laughs> la, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah, it, it's just um. So a lot of times I tell people. So it's it's. You mean you might not get the joke, but the the general flavor of the of of everything is is there, and then you just the emotion is there. You just run with it, like, you And know? the samosas were there. So Vicky brought the samosas. <laughs> samosas are there. Uh, fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I tell you, crazy rich Asians, okay lah. Okay. La, okay. <laughs> Maybe now it's time for the one show thing. Uh. <laughs> the, the one show thing. So so I give you a brief uh, uh, heads up of what our one show thing segment is, Vicky. Mm-hmm. So maybe to get the ball rolling, we will just give our one show things so you then you can get the feel of it. Like. Right. So so maybe Terrence, what is what was your one show thing the past few days? Um I mean I guess just related to something we were all just discussing. I, I just finished Wanda Vision not mm. long ago. Uh, I mean, and I waited to actually subscribe to Disney Plus. Although the UI sucks on the phone and everything, like I had to use my PlayStation to watch it and all. Um, but it's uh, have I ever spoken about this right? Wonder Vision. You spoke about it a bit on the previous podcast, I think. But but not as my one choke thing, Right? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was my one. My one choke thing was about Francis and Ganu. Oh yeah. the last podcast. Oh yeah, correct, correct, correct. Yeah, uh-huh. but but Wonder Vision is uh, uh, the the it's it's I think it's. I mean, I'm quite uh, a bit jaded about the whole Marvel Marvel thing, uh, personally. So, so I'm I'm actually a bit more excited about what's going on in the DC universe now. And and I mean, I haven't watched Wonder Woman either. So and and all these things, but Wonder Vision made me realize, hey, actually, there's still a lot of interesting stories that can be told from the universe. Uh. It doesn't have to be the most exciting characters. It doesn't need to be Robert Downey Jr. It doesn't need to be Captain America or any any one of them. Uh, like like Wanda and and and, and Vision, they're the side characters in the universe, right? But yeah. but this series was interesting. Uh, it was the the way they did it, 
like it really suit the platform. It, it su- suited the when they're releasing it and uh, ties everything mm-hmm. together very well. Yeah. Mm, and it was how many episodes? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine. So ten, you finished you finished the whole thing already. Yeah, and and it's one of those things where you you don't know where it's going for a while. Then after that, when it when when it goes, I think then the first it, two or three episodes, right, you're like watching a sitcom, yeah, kind mm. of thing. Yeah, but then they so you finished it also. Yeah, like. I finished it. Yeah. And what, what do you think? What do you think of binge it? Binge watched it. <laughs> hey, no spoilers, no spoilers. But you but you fought, you did you did tr- there was a bit of feeling of forcing yeah, yourself through well, the first few episodes, what right? Are they trying to do? Yeah, yeah, are yeah. Are they yeah, what? Or is this just a spin off of like yeah. this? You know, and then, but then when it hits, but, but yeah. no but then second episode onwards I know there's something wrong because mm. they were yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to put in something you know nuances yeah, here and there yeah. and the character was trying to tell her something yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so, so that's the beauty of it is that um, it wouldn't have worked as a movie like um, a movie it would have been too compressed to, to yeah, make, yeah. get a feeling so they actually used the TV medium the fact that you know it's longer and everything mm-hmm. to lull you into that sense of like what the hell is going on kind of thing so, so then what made keep, what kept you all watching if the first few episodes were kind of like you had to because you knew the ending was going to be you you knew I mean you know that the series can't be like just yeah, like that exactly. all the way there must uh, be something and then they, something they give you a little bit in each mm. episode yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so you all give it a chance I mean, it's a Marvel show. Yeah. <laughs> you have no, to and people were talking about it also. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. People were talking about it. Yeah. I see. But, okay. but it's interesting to to really analyze like why you give this a chance. There's some shows you watch not even half an episode. I, I can't even take it. Like, honestly, the Falcon and the, the, the Winter Soldier. You, do, you can't take it? <laughs> the, the, half an episode, I fell asleep with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. that's just me. Like, that's me. Yeah. Okay. For, for, for me, I think Win, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? The I think the first first episode I, I also had a hard time trying to focus because they, they were like going on and on about how life has begun again anew you know and all these things but then the last part freaked me out oh okay <laughs> the so new captain I missed, I, I missed am, am I supposed to say it maybe mm, I can say it it's, it's okay all la. out there right? yeah, it's not, it's the not new okay. I mean they've introduced a new Captain America I didn't know that uh, and another <laughs> army officer oh, you do oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you won't watch it one I will it's a tease yeah you should Watch it. Who's this guy and why is he in the, in the new Captain ah. America? Mm. You know, and and and, so and, and there's this bromance. I I, I uh, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think episode one didn't have that. Two has that. Starts and and two, I think the story starts off proper. Okay, okay. okay. So I must give it a chance as well. You huh? So it's a weekly release. Don't be a bad audience. It's a weekly release, is it? Uh, yeah, it's weekly. Okay, okay. That's cool that they're still doing that. Huh? Did they do that for Wonder Vision also? Yeah, it was weekly. Wonder right? weekly, weekly. Yeah, weekly. Oh, that's so, kind of but cool. I binge watched it because I watched it later. Yeah, yeah because if you now in Singapore we got Disney Plus ah, a year, Disney later, Plus, later, a year right? later. So yeah. no choice. I mean, you can binge watch it, but actually, it would have been fun to be part of that whole yeah. discussion and so on. True, 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 oh. true. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then, my one show thing is a little more serious, lah. It's a it's a podcast. Uh, it's a podcast episode from Hidden Brain, which is a very interesting podcast by NPR in the US, and it. It's a like forty-five minute episode that talks about how sometimes is it good to know or is it good to be ignorant, and they set it in the context of discrimination, lah. So so they go they talk to a few people like there was this one uh uh African American basketballer who when growing up right she saw all the things that you look at now you know is racism she she her mom always told her it's because you are that good you know they are scared of you. And that made her a great basketballer. Uh, but looking back, she realized, oh shit, I, w- I was being racially discriminated against. Mm. So they talked to researchers and philosophers about how sometimes not knowing can shield you from that and not hold you back. Okay. But it can also uh, 
make you not question the system or whatever discrimination right. is there. Mm. So by the end of the episode, I think I'm more confused than I was at the start about how to navigate this whole thing. But I just thought it was, it talked about it in a way that was, oh shit, very mind my very eye-opening. And I think it, it, given, you know, now there's all this wave of Asian-American hate crime in the US and racism. Now the 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 trial of the the police officer who knelt on George Floyd started yesterday, I think. Mm. So it was just this 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 podcast really made me think about that whole situation in different ways. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's super interesting. Which episode is it? It's called Is It Better to Know? Uh, okay. uh, it was released on 16 February. Mm. And you can find it on the anywhere you are listening to this podcast right now. So do you think like uh Vicky would start listening to podcasts if he listens to this one. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, I, I might. I, I maybe. Think it's 45 <laughs> minutes kind long, 15 uh, minutes. King me now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really good. And this this podcast, Hidden Brain, is actually really good. Every episode is about a different topic that, it basically, it helps you sound very smart in front of friends also. Mm. Ah, yeah, you yeah, listen yeah, to it, they yeah. talk about religion and you can tell your friends, you know, religion actually was a... Was a construct. Yeah, it's a construct. <laughs> it's, it's an evolutionary process. And then people say, what do you mean? And then you're like, well, you know. And then you just talk. <laughs> yeah. But little did they know, you just got it from a 45-minute podcast. Yeah. Goodness. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. What is yeah. your one-shot thing? Um, mm. so, so this one-shot thing is supposed to be something that made me shook, right? Feel shook, correct? Can lah, yeah. Can, can, uh, I oh, mean, can, uh, ideally not R-rated. Can lah. <laughs> 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 Ooh, okay. Someone asked that. This one shook thing is supposed to make me feel, make me feel shook. shook. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Even, no, even food or something that someone else can also experience. Can go yeah, and experience yeah, themselves. Experience so, themselves. Ah, okay, okay. Ah, okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now that one all cannot. All <laughs> <laughs> shook things cannot. <laughs> village, nature land. Something <laughs> that I want to share. Okay. Uh, mm, mm. Or like, yeah. uh, uh, okay, can I just... Share something about food. Sure, sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> other people can try it, lah. Uh, yeah, not course, just yeah, yeah, of course, okay, of course. Okay. Uh, have you all been to Sami's curry? Yes, I have. Yes, in the, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the one that I mean. He said yes immediately. You're an Indian, <laughs> <laughs> and you just uh, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I think he, on the whole, eats more Indian food I outside do. than he's I. He's more than Indian. Me. Than I do, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he drinks beer. He <laughs> likes spicy food. Oh my yeah, god! I'm I'm a not like what we were talking before the podcast. I'm a non-practicing Indian. Practicing Indian, yeah. Practicing. Yeah. I can't speak Hindi or Tamil or Sindhi. Yeah. NPI, oh, okay. useless. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Sami's curry. Okay. I. Yes. Um, Sami's curry is one place which always cheers me up mm. in terms mm. of food, of course. I think their biryani is one of the best biryanis mm. in Singapore. Mm. Uh, of course, I've tried biryani. I've been a biryani level all my life. Mm. I've tried biryani all over Singapore. Mm. Uh, I'm still trying. But I think till today, Sami's curry is one of the best. Yeah. And I just tried it a few weeks ago and it's amazing. Still the best. Still still the best. best. Like mutton or it, it, chicken? It gives you or? satisfaction. You, you, when you uh, have your... Lunch there, right? Yeah. You don't need to have dinner that day. Uh, mm. it's, it's that filling and it keeps you filled up throughout the day. Is it the, mm. the dumb biryani kind where the no, chicken no. is cooked? Oh, it's the separate no. kind. Huh? I don't like dumb biryani. Oh, you don't like dumb biryani? I, mm. I, I, you see, every biryani right has its own taste. Mm. You cannot dump things in it and call dumb biryani. That's what I always believe. Mm. The rice itself has taste. Mm. The saffron rice. Correct, you know, right, the, yeah. And it's made of uh, ghee and everything. You know, So it's it's so tasteful in it on its own. Yeah. So I, I always have my biryani rice separately. I don't even uh, pour curry. Mm. Mm. Biryani rice. 
and then the rest of the dishes and we put it in that's it i mean eventually everything is going to go mixed up in the yeah, mouth yeah, yeah. but but yeah i prefer it separate first oh, so the sami's <laughs> sami's curry biryani so is nice. talk about eating it banana leaf style and banana leaf style. so yes. so for people who don't who maybe have never tried it before can you describe the experience you see banana leaf is all about filling up filling every nook and corner of the banana leaf with food mm. and you're, you're given a banana leaf yes, right yes given a banana leaf and, and they put the rice in the center if i remember correctly the rice is someone serves yes so you can ask for more if you yes, want more yes correct okay, yeah. and it's unlimited serving mm-hmm. but this is the separate from the biryani yeah. like there's a banana leaf it's almost like the indian economy rice the chaibong yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah of but the biryani you mentioned is See, also Okay. It, 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 so it'll be saffron rice in the middle. Correct. Mm. Okay. 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 So saffron unlimited also. Yeah, saffron okay. biryani rice in the middle. You have your vegetable dishes. Yeah. And you have your non-veg items. Mm. But this one you order individually or You can order individually. Oh, okay. They'll okay. tell you what are the mm. specials today. Mm. Yeah. And this is hot and serving right now. What do you want? Mm. So you just name it, they bring it over and they put it up. So your your whole banana leaf is actually completely decorated and ornamented with all these things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so you it's actually Instagram worthy. Like you can mm. actually take a picture from the top and you know it's that colorful. Mm. I mean the rice itself is you know orangey, yellowy, and yeah. everything is so colorful. And then the green banana leaf. Yeah, yeah. So that's almost covered. And then we have the other elements. Okay. For non-veg lovers, we have the chicken masala. Oh my mm. god, the chicken masala in Sami's curry. I used to eat. Damn good. Mm. Okay. Mm. And then they have the mutton, and they also do. Omelet, you mm. know your the the way you prefer it, and and you know they they have all these things, and I think it's the most beautiful thing. Anyone <laughs> can ask for. Yeah, I'm hungry. Ah, yeah. you should yeah. try. You should it. try. I mean, they are. You, uh, typically, they open for lunch and dinner. Mm. Mm. In between, they close. So, is it like a? Do you do you know that? Okay, I'm going. On this day, the day before, the night before, I'm gonna go easy. The breakfast, I'll I, 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 it's some, an event, lah. Uh, it's an event for us. It's mm. an event. We, we go. We actually, I, I, I call up friends and I tell them, "Oh my god, okay, I'm going Sami's. Going. Oh really? Hey, today yeah? Tuesday, they're closed. They're, oh, never mind. <laughs> Let's go on Monday. Uh, day, we just finished Monday. Okay, we go Friday. Day, oh. Friday, we vegetarian. Da, going temple. No, no, no. <laughs> never mind. We go Thursday. Never mind. You know, so we, it's an event, lah. It's an event. Yes. Oh, is is the, the the one that you went go to is at Dempsey or Dempsey Dempsey oh yeah Dempsey. same one only same one. one oh only one only oh. one okay, okay, he, there okay. used to be another branch yeah Swiss uh, yeah, Club yeah 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 no more oh so it's oh, I mean the old building is Sami's curry uh, yeah. Sami's curry Sami's curry I remember I it's actually Sami's curry Sami's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say it with the slang but yeah. <laughs> Non practicing, non practicing. Sammy's curry. Yeah, I remember very fondly because we ended up there after a friend's uh, stack party, like bachelor party, mm-hmm. where basically we played golf and at every hole he took a shot. Lah. That's the same friend who asked whether it's space force in yes, Tamil. Yes, correct. Lah. Yes, yes, yes. This is him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, then we ended up the day ended up at Sammy's curry, and it was like. The perfect cure for for everything like we are yeah, too much. So it's it's perfect, cure yeah, perfect cure for anything that has gone insane. Yeah. Do you know why Indians eat on a banana leaf? No. no. <gasps> okay, wow, banana leaf, right? Yeah. Okay, it's clean, uh-huh. cleanliness, fresh. Okay, mm. of course you need to be you you need to get served on a fresh banana leaf. Yeah, that's yeah. one. Okay, but banana leaves, you know that uh, naturally, typically they. They are kept fresh years for years. They mm. actually can mm. grow and just be there, stay fresh. Mm. They don't really uh, dry up too fast. That's mm. one. Another thing is, they have enzymes. Mm. Banana leaf. Every banana leaf that you actually put food on, they have enzymes. That so when you put hot food, it cannot be uh, cold, cool mm. food which has been you know left there for a while and then they go come and serve you. 
that won't work it has to be hot piping food that mm. means freshly made mm. right from the stove come here serve you so it's steaming hot right so it actually that 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 steam and the enzymes of the banana leaf actually mix together to create a flavor that is so healthy it can even cure cancer mm. oh really yes oh that's shit that's how nutritious eating on a banana leaf is really mm. so please try eating on a banana leaf if you can Damn, they have started selling nasi lemak on Saturday. Every week must go eat. Next time you're eating biryani and all, you're like, yeah, I'm staying, I'm keeping healthy. <laughs> keeping healthy, this is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they eat anything and everything on banana leaf. Yeah. Anything. Not, not, not just white rice. The reason wow, why okay. they uh, like to eat just rice on banana leaf is because it creates more, uh, the, the steam of the rice is, itself no. is uh, mm. therapeutic. Mm. So when it uh, adds on together the enzymes of the banana leaf, right, it becomes more, more therapeutic and mm. more good nutritious mm. that's the thing so when's the next time you're going to semis curry tomorrow uh, let's let's book it or now now you're like oh, peace out guys i got to go today tuesday no not open oh, yeah, so yeah, must yeah. go uh, either tomorrow or thursday lah friday cannot good boy okay, okay. <laughs> temple day okay so, yeah. cool cool oh, fantastic. but but yeah thanks so much for joining us vicky if people want to find your work find you on social media and all where should they look out for um uh, I have my own company uh-huh. Cosmic mm. Ultima Pictures mm-hmm. they you, you guys can actually look up Cosmic Ultima Pictures mm-hmm. by the way Cosmic Ultima is actually a far far away galaxy name mm. <laughs> that's wow. my company name perfect apparently it's, it's it's meant to sound very spiritual apparently uh-huh. Cosmic okay, okay. Ultima yeah and um and or, or you you can just go to YouTube and just try and type SSV mm. works Okay. So maybe SSV yeah, works. Yeah, okay. SSV works. So, okay. so you can actually find my stuff there. Yeah. So yeah, it's all on YouTube actually. Okay. Yeah. And to everyone listening, if you want to watch Vicky's latest project, it's Mas Poi Santatong. Santatong. Mm. Yes. Santatong. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, can which we which we worked on together. Yep. Yeah. You can actually see Harish acting in his first demo role. For Santam debut. First time. Yeah. <laughs> his first demo demo role. Yeah, exactly. Actually, wouldn't say first demo role because I don't speak Tamil. <laughs> <laughs> This first role in the Tamil show, yeah. <laughs> Tamil show, yeah yes. But the link to the show on Me Watch is in the show notes. Mm. And with that, yeah, we have come to the end of this episode. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks for joining man. us, man. Thanks, Terence. Thanks, cool. and hopefully we'll work on the full series uh, oh, together. Yes, we are waiting. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Thank you, guys. <laughs>